is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Ah, he's back to work, but he still smells like a vacation. Arthur mm, Motes mm, back mm, in the saddle. Mm, mm. What's up, partner? I mean, you, you you take one show off, just one, and we people got think a, I quit. It was nuts, man. Things to talk about. <laughs> hey, go on. I had people hit me up, ask me if I had took my talents to South Beach. <laughs> Asked me if I was aware of all these different things was going on. I hear comments about Big Ben. I'm hearing things about a running back. I see it's a mega trade that happens. Like, yeah. it's just been all over the place, baby. But I'm glad to be here and looking at your beautiful face and that amazing hair per usual, well, my Well, thank you. Thank you. Yes, I obviously, I enjoyed conversing with Adam Crowley on Tuesday, but always good to have Motsi back in the saddle. Good to I have mean, the, and, and, the band back together and here shout on out the to Blitz. Dad. Dad ah, body. You know what I mean? Adam uh, Crowley. Dad body. I like, you know, I respect it. Arthur Boats, in the uh, in the first segment of this edition of Steelers Blitz, we heard the comments of Kevin Colbert meeting with um, a select few members of the Pittsburgh media uh, yesterday, as he normally does, right, right. normally around the combine, right? A lot of times it's actually out Indianapolis where the Steelers and a lot of us would be traveling next mm-hmm. week. That's not happening. But normally this time of year, you know, there's only a few times a year you hear from Art Rooney. There's only a few times a year you hear from Kevin Colbert. And this is one of those times that we typically hear from the GM and, hey, he didn't cut it short there, Motsi. You heard. I mean, almost half an hour of, of giving his thoughts, of answering questions. And, of course, uh, the biggest thing that came out of all of that was what he said about Ben Roethlisberger. Obviously, the, the future Hall of Famer, the franchise quarterback, who is, um, as we know, he is, you know, looking at the clubhouse. Uh, could have a couple more tee shots left in his round, but he, he's certainly on the back nine of his NFL career. Motsi, uh, some of the things that stood out to me, Kevin Colbert said that they're not currently negotiating with Ben, mm. but that he has met with him, that Art Rooney II has met with him, and Coach Tomlin as well. But I, I don't know. Maybe you could tell me if I'm just doing the, the speculation thing here. But it did feel like there was every opportunity there to say, Ben's going to be back. I mean, 2021, mm-hmm. Ben's going to be our quarterback. No matter what happens, we're going to figure it out. We're going to figure out the cap. We're going to figure out the dollar situation. Seven's our guy. And that was not stated. Like you said, numerous times. And the reporters, <laughs> shout out to all the reporters that were doing that. You know, they they did a good job of giving him ample opportunities to address it in different ways as well. And he would never give you that surefire, you know, statement with confidence. Something that I pointed out to you at the end where he's talking about Mike Tomlin. Right. You can hear how he's very matter of fact in terms of Coach Tomlin can still get it done. Coach Tomlin is a very successful coach now and going forward. Like you could just see the difference in terms of how he spoke on him versus with Ben. It more so sounded as if we're kind of stuck in this situation. And, you know, if out were to happen somehow some way we're not opposed to taking it hmm. but because that's not available right now we're gonna say what we need to say that's what it came off to me but honestly that is kind of the situation right now when you talk about sure just from a productivity standpoint especially the lat that because people will bring up well look at you have for the whole year and i understand the whole year stats but we also talk about how you finish is a lot more important than how you start yep the 11 and 0 start great look at the numbers then but then you look at the last six games and you see how the numbers are altered and they aren't as pretty. You know what I mean? The wins aren't stacking up. It isn't the whole 11 and 0 anymore. And then from there, when you factor that part with the contract as the cap number currently sits at what, 22 and a half right now, right? Just understanding that, it's like, 
that's a lot. But the reason why this situation is so unique and this type of conundrum that they're in mm-hmm. is because the cap number is high. Mm-hmm. Highest in the league. Highest in the league, right. And that's at 40. It'll be at 41, right? And the thing is this. At worst, if he were to play for the basic $2 million, vet minimum, still going to be at what for the cap pit? It should be 20, we said 23 and a half or yeah, something like that. Like in mid, that ball mid-20s. Right. But, yeah. but this is the other problem. If you look at his per year salary, what he's supposed to make in cash this year, $19 million. $19 million is middle of the pack as a quarterback. So now you have this issue of, well, how much are we at? Because when you think about the quarterback market just in general, you would essentially be saying, hey, Ben, mm-hmm. go out here and play for less than Baker Mayfield. How do you feel about that? So that's a great You, you know what I mean? Like, 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 seriously. Hey, hey Ben, go, go out here and play less, less for, than, less than song, Sam Darnold. Go, go, go out and make less than that. Met less than Kirk Cousins. You see how that, that becomes yeah. a, a, no, a big sure. issue. Absolutely. But the, the, the alternative is what? If he plays under 19, which they already said he wouldn't, now it's a $41 million cap hit. Mm-hmm. So you can see how his money market already, if he were to go on the open market, yes, Ben could get 20. Yeah, sure. Easily. Easily. Yeah. But for this situation and because of the restructures that have taken place, that's how you get to this scenario where we can't even pay you realistically mm-hmm. market value for you. We're not even going to pay you middle of the pack value because 19 is middle of the pack value, right? We already said that. So now you're going to have to take low-end money to stay here. And that's just to make it work best-case scenario on top of that. So they're definitely stuck right now, man. It's it's a lot to chew on. Yeah, because there's so many layers to it, man. There really is. Steven with a funny tweet here. He says, man, Kevin Colbert is unflappable. The last questioner came out with her claws, but Kevin Colbert didn't bust. Shout out to Aditi. As soon as I was like, oh, 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 oh. And we had had a nice little Brooke Pryor question. I was like, okay, okay, here we go. This the one. I think I think Motsi, it, it's very clear from listening to those, I don't know, what was it, 27, 28 minutes there that, that Kevin Colbert spoke. They are genuinely concerned about the salary cap this season. Not yeah. just as it relates to Ben Roethlisberger, as it relates to what do we know about the Pittsburgh Steelers? That every year they want to put a competitive product on the yep. field. That's the that is like the 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 main objective is to put a, a team that can compete to field a team that can compete every single season. With the like Kevin Colbert sounds like a guy who man he thinks just that is going to be a challenge with the given um, pandemic revenues well, and all the unknown with the salary but, cap. Well, so right now they're saying that it looks like the salary cap be at like one eighty, right? Correct, hundred eighty million. Correct. And as it currently stands, we are what twenty million over right now. I believe it's about i think it yeah, might be like 22 yeah, but yeah but i said we're right in that 20 yeah, range in 20s. terms of over yeah so you can already see how that 20 we're already gonna have to make some pieces move around and typically you can make those you know you're gonna do that it's not gonna be too much of an issue the problem is when you're talking about still being able to field a competitive roster right while complying with the salary cap because those are two very different things you can be in compliance with the salary cap every team has to be in compliance with the salary right. cap but you cannot have good players out there because you, you could be the Philadelphia Eagles who are paying 33.8 million dollars to a guy who's not even on their roster this year right from right. a salary cap standpoint right and or now you, you could can be, see, you could be the Jacksonville Jaguars right you could have 170 million dollars of cap space right you still stay so you can just see how you got to, you know, balance it out of, okay, how do I allocate these resources? How do I make this cap as feasible as possible but still have enough effective players to put out mm-hmm. the product that we all expect? The standard is the standard. Mm-hmm. And Kevin Colbert understands that that doesn't just apply to the players. That doesn't just apply to the coaches. 
it applies to him as well. Mr. Rooney, it applies to him as well. And they understand it, and that's why we've seen such long success here because that starts up top. It's not something that you just say for fluff. And that's why us as players would always buy into it because you can see it. You hear how he speaks on Coach T. We've heard him speak mm-hmm. glowingly on him like he did this time. We've heard what they spoke when it wasn't as glowing, right? Think, what, two years ago. It sounded way different tone. Even Mr. Rooney, how he spoke on him then. So you can see they all hold themselves accountable. They yeah. all, you know, have checks and balances to make sure that, hey, you're up to snuff and I'm up to snuff. And I think that that's the biggest reason why everybody responds like that within the organization. Hmm. If you don't have it starting like that up top, if your general managers can't speak truthfully about each other or about your coaches, et cetera, what is that going to mean for the players? How are you going to have that type of trust? How are you going to have that type of confidence in them? But you get that here. So with that being said, (laughs) I'm glad I'm not Mr. Kevin Colbert because he got a a lot of work to do, baby. It's Uh, him and Omar Khan. It's a challenging time in that regard without a doubt. Motes, I thought that this quote was very telling. Okay? You ready for this? Mm Mm-hmm. Now, you thought we gave you a lot to chew on so far as it relates to, All right. Got to the future fast. of Big I'm ready. Ben. I'm chewing faster. This, to me, was the most telling thing that Kevin Colbert said. And I quote, Hopefully there's a way that we can try to figure out and do what's best for the organization and do what's best for Ben. Hopefully he'll be able to see that and feel the same way we do. End quote. You want to talk about a loaded quote right there, Arthur Motes. <laughs> you you, re- you ready for you ready for this? You ready, you ready for hypothetical Wes here for a second? Oh baby, your favorite Wes, hypothetical Wes. You know what? Let's get after it. Let's do it. What if the way that they really feel is that is that both this team mm-hmm. and Ben Roethlisberger mm-hmm. are past their championship window? Mm-hmm. And what if how they really feel is that you know what? Going out twelve and four last year with a division title was the it's right high note. was the right way to end this. That's thing. the high note. Because they feel like it's it's not getting any better next season. Hmm. What if that's the way they really feel, Motsi? Hmm. That, that that what's that's what's best for the organization Whoa. and what's best for Ben's legacy is to go, is, go out on your shield, is, go out on top, go out on your shield, ride the horse off into the sunset, yeah. double digit win season, division title. Yeah. What if that's how ah. the Steelers really feel? I mean, <laughs> but realistically, not even trying to be hypothetical, they could feel that. They way. They could definitely feel absolutely. That way. You're right. I mean, you post Steeler Nation. I feel like it's not even 50-50 anymore. I mean, a, it's a good amount of people that do feel kind of that way in terms of as the roster is currently constructed and things like that. Not saying that either side is right or wrong, but you definitely see, you know, how that could very much be the case. But the the issue is how do you transition him out hmm. while still maintaining a productive product hmm. while knowing that you're still going to have to account for how much money on that? Right. That's the issue. He did say he was very impressed with Mason Rudolph and what he was able to do week 17 in Cleveland. Best start of, of his career. Of course. It, it, really, <laughs> like, it, it really does feel like, Motes, like the ball is fully in Ben's court, right? Like It really seems like, like they want him to make the tough decision. Either, yeah. either it's got to be a massive pay cut. Play hardball and say, I'm, not gonna, I'm, I'm honoring my contract. Right. Or say, well, you know what? Release me, trade me, let me go somewhere else. Yeah, like, and that's now that's how, a whole yeah. other can of worms. Do you yeah. think that's something Ben would even want to do? Well, this is the thing. In the past, I would I said not a chance. But after seeing Philip mm. Rivers play somewhere else, after seeing Peyton Manning play somewhere else, after seeing Tom Brady play somewhere else, I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> stranger things have happened. If the <laughs> Miami Dolphins offered Ben Roethlisberger a one year, thirty million dollar contract, you see, you see how it starts, right? Oh. You see how it starts. 
if the San Francisco 49ers... You see how it starts, right? The team that Ben grew up rooting for... You well, see? I guess he was more of a John Elway guy than a Montana guy, so he was probably a Broncos fan. But <laughs> but I'm just saying, you, you can see, though, in terms of how realistic stuff like that... You know, when you start throwing it, it's like, yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense right there. Because, like I said, for him, for what he's getting paid, his salary this year isn't the issue it's the cap hit that's the issue correct and that's what a lot of people early on weren't understanding they just looked at the 41 and a half and was like you're paying for it no we're not he's not getting he's not 41 getting 40, a 41 million no, dollar check that's yeah. that's what Mahomes is getting right yeah. he's getting 19 19 is middle of the pack at best and depending on these next couple of months once they you know the new way we call it your Josh Allen your Lamar mm. Jacksons that are going to get their checks coming mm. he's going to go further down there instead of him being in that 12 to 15 he might even drop the 20. Like, just realistically on the guys that are going to be getting paid because of the 19. Mozi, there's a good chance that in the next coming months here, TJ Watt could have a contract that pays him more money than Absolutely. Ben Roethlisberger. Like, so, you can have a guy with defense <laughs> making more money than the two-time Super Bowl winning Hall of Fame quarterback. So you, you can see just how crazy and nuanced that part is because how do you and, – and Colbert did say this. He, uh, I forgot how he said it. He was like more so like how do you, you know, maintain – or respect for Ben, right? Making it look as best as possible right. without because if you come out here, you say to Ben, "Hey, there's look, there's a balance there for sure." I know you got, I know you're getting 19 million. I know that's middle of the pack, underpaid. We understand that, right? But I need you to take even less. We need you to come down to eight mil. I need. Can, can you do that for me? Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's a serious conversation. If you're seven, seven the whole time, what has he been saying? I don't, I don't care, care about, about my pay, pay this year. year. <laughs> Emphasis on this year, meaning if I'm going to take Bold eight this capital year, letters highlighted meaning this year. If I'm taking eight this year, y'all better do something to make it up down there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because he he's still not talking about retiring. He, not once have you heard Ben say, "Yeah, I'll probably you know hang it up at the next season." Not once have you heard that. You heard him say, "I don't care about my pay this mm-hmm. year," which is very clear in what that means. Now, <laughs> you could do an extension where all right. We're going to move that 19 and have it distributed to you over these next two to three years somehow, some way, help with the cap hit a little bit. And then technically this year, air quotes, you know, you're only getting paid $5 million right. this year, air this quotes. Year. But we know the but money the is still coming, coming to you, right? End. Yeah. But then you run into the, you could potentially run into the same issue that you have right now. You keep kicking the can down, that number continues to go. The number goes up. While the productivity goes down, now you get this situation where we have right now. Oh. Four years ago, you're not even considering these conversations with Ben. You're like, dude, I don't care what the cap it is. You're worth it. But now the productivity has definitely taken a step back. And with the productivity going to where it is now versus where that cap it is, you just can't do it. It's not acceptable, man. No, it's <laughs> – it is so much to balance. It really is. And I wonder too, Motsi, in, in in the midst of this conversation, right, and the, the team and the dollars and the salary cap and the uh, for finishing up this era and, and getting ready for the next era, all those considerations, I wonder from Ben's standpoint too how much he really cares about the how the end is thought of, right, mm. like uh, and how the end actually plays out. Because this past year, right, 10 and 4 division champions. That will live on, you know, 20 years from now when people look back and they look at the 2021 season, they're not going to go, "Oh, the Steelers lost 5 of their last 6 games." Right. They'll, they'll go, "No, they'll go, "Oh, hey, look, they won, they won 12." They won the division, they won went the to division, the playoffs. They got, they got upset by the Browns in the first round of the playoffs. Okay, it happens. And, and, and you know what it's the NFL, it happens. Pandemic year. Pandemic year. Pandemic they won 12 year. games. They, you know, Ben coming off a major elbow surgery, division champions with with the league MVP, mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson in the division. 
but how much for Ben is he sitting there thinking, man, that's not that's not how I wanted the season to end against the Browns and with those performances down the stretch. If you go back the year before, right? I only played six quarters of football. So if you're Ben and you're one of the most mm-hmm. legendary Steelers ever and you're a future Hall of Famer and you're a two-time Super Bowl champion, all that is great. But how much do you care that your last two seasons would be one where yep. you had major elbow surgery and only played six quarters and the other where you had no fans. There was It was a very weird year and you lost to that team from Ohio that you, that you had lost to at home your entire right. career. It's crazy. None of it makes sense to me, man. How much of that? Like, that's what I would really like to know. You know, if I could be a fly on the wall <laughs> right. in the Roethlisberger household, you know, when him and his wife are having conversations. Yes. Like, I would love to know how much he wants just a normal year to go out on. Because we need to know that. That that's, <laughs> it, that, that would let us know a lot. Yes. You know what I mean? If you're that passionate about the normal year, just, just let us know. Just talk to us just, about that. Just tell me, man. But, but we don't know right now. And, and, it's, and it's confusing us. It's making us real <laughs> scary and nervous right now, man. That's the thing. Like, like. Is that something that Ben's considering? How the last two years went versus wanting to have a goodbye yeah, year, a the, the farewell season. tour, right? The, I mean, we've seen other guys have those. Absolutely, absolutely. And 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 I will say right now too, if Ben wants that, I'm not faulting him for no, that. Not at you all. know what I mean? Like I'm not knocking him if he wants a year where he can wave at the seventy thousand fans and yep. they're terrible, t- and he can run out of that tunnel mm-hmm. and can hear that pop from the crowd and you know. Uh, hear Renegade played and look around and see 70,000 terrible towels while his defense is about to get a stop and, and put him back out on the field. Like, how much does he want the quote unquote going out the right way? Yeah. That's that's the, the biggest X factor in all of this to me. Without a doubt, it is, man. And he does deserve that, right? We, sure. we agree with that. Sure. The problem is him deserving it versus how much it would cost for him to, uh, to, to right. attain it. That's that's the difference. And like our parents yeah. all told us, Arthur Motes, life ain't always fair. Not not at all. So I understand that, yeah, he's done some great things. I mean, he's a Hall of Famer for a reason. He will be, right? Mm-hmm. But the timing is a little bad right now. It's it's nobody could account could account for the pandemic. I got you on that. Yep. And nobody then you had the major could, elbow. You know, no, nobody could have accounted for yep. that. But come on now. Like just because you you might want a Lambo, you might work your tail off. You should des- you deserve it, but you don't got three hundred thousand. You're not worth three hundred thousand to do that. You can't do it. And when I think of Ben, I'm like you, Ben. You've earned the the swan song. You've yeah. earned that farewell to the walk off. You know on your own terms. But, but life don't care about your hopes and dreams sometimes. That, that, that forty one cap hit, baby. That, that, I, I, I can't help. I can't work with you. You know all these. If it's at thirty eight, I I can't work with. That's thirty. That's high. All these seniors that have had their, you know, their senior year yeah, graduation man. experience taken away from them these past couple years. All these teams that have won championships mm-hmm. and haven't been able to have parades these last couple years, right? I guess yeah. unless you're in Tampa playing for the Lightning or the Bucks and you can have the boat parade. True, right? which I do think was cool. I, right? I, I, but, I mean, the Lakers didn't get a parade. Nope. The Dodgers didn't get a parade. Nope. Um, life sometimes doesn't care about your hopes and dreams, Arthur Motes. Vince Carter. Vince Carter. One of the most legendary basketball players ever. Icon. His last game was in an empty arena with no fans in a pandemic where he just walked off the court. That's it. it. One of of the most iconic basketball players. Can't even jersey swap during that time. Ever. One of the most iconic basketball players ever went out in a game with an empty arena that nobody cared about and there was no pageantry, there was no fanfare, Mm -hmm. and that sucks. But life isn't always fair. Sports aren't always fair. And Arthur Motes, they dang sure don't always care about your hopes and dreams. Very true. And they typically come with nasty cap numbers associated with them that makes the decision even crazier. But I did like what you brought up about uh, Kevin Colbert in terms of them taking the approach of making it where Ben has to make the decision. Yeah. 
Because number one, that alleviates the pressure off of them. If they have to make the decision, to, and they don't look like the bad guy either. No, if that's it comes that's to what that. I was getting. Yep. Because yep. if they had to cut them, right? If they just can't agree on the number, it's gonna look bad if it's the Steelers initiating, right? They'll talk about, oh, you see how they what happened with Troy and this guy and that guy. But now that they put the ball in Ben's court, they still maintain that yes, we would like him here. We'd like to play ball. We would like to play with them. But We're open to it. Here. You got to come over here and dribble to our a- half a- of the absolutely. court. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. We'll, we'll ball, but you come over here with it. Yes, yeah. yes, indeed. So now. Like you said, you put it in Ben's court. Ben's made statements about not caring about money this year. Okay, could he change his mind to make it work? Or he really doesn't care about it, and this is the best case for how we can make that work? Or like you said, does he want to go out there and have that nice payday somewhere else to to ride off into the sunset, which is very Mm -hmm. much a a realistic possibility for him because the 19 that he's supposed to get is middle of the pack at best right now. And if you're Miami, would you? Come on, man. If you're choosing between Fitzpatrick for one year and Big Ben for one year, that's a no-brainer. If you're if you're choosing between, that's a no-brainer. All right, I was pulling to it in and out last year. You know, he, he still hasn't proved to be the solidified guy. That's a no-brainer. I think I have been out here. You know, give, give him one more year. All right. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Like, it's true. And they have more than enough money to handle those type of situations. It's, it's a lot to consider. It's a lot to chew on. And who better? I mean, honestly, another place you talked about, Jacksonville. I mean, no, they, yeah. they can still draft their number one That's guy because he's going to be on a rookie contract. And, but I digress. I digress. It's a whole lot to consider. It's a whole lot to ponder and chew on. And we will continue the conversation with our good friend of the show, Brian Backo of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. He joins us when we return, and we'll also discuss another big quarterback on the move, big-name quarterback. Carson Wentz has officially been dealt. We'll get into the specifics of that as well, too. He's Arthur Motes. I'm Wesley Euler. You're listening to the Steelers Blitz on SNR.